y'all and welcome back to the Chaos Podcast. Today we're going to be wrapping up the month of March with my March favorites in our Chaos Corner and then starting a new series I like to call Haley on the Go. The series was actually inspired by my mom, so hey mom if you're listening. But if you've listened to my 2021 Goals Podcast from back in January, then you would know one of my goals for this year was to get out more, explore, and travel safely since we still need to be cautious during these times. My mom had a great idea, though, that every three months or so to update you all on where I've been, the things I've done, and basically just kind of give you all the whole rundown of things, so where I stayed, where we went to go eat, the things we did, and tell you all if it's worth it or not, or even if I would do it again. But I don't want to spoil too much of today's episode, so let's go ahead and head to today's Chaos Corner. So like every end of the month, I like to share with you all any new products or things I've tried that I think you also may enjoy. And then I also share what I've been learning or how I've been growing throughout this past month. This has probably been one of my favorite things I've implemented into the podcast this year because it helps me stay motivated to keep learning and growing because I have to ask something to share with you all at the end of every month. But I hope it also inspires you too to do a little self-reflection at the end of the month. See if there's any areas you want to grow in or anything you want to learn. So for my March favorites, so my favorite book from this past month has been Own Your Everyday by Jerome Lee Dooley. This is actually not the first time I've read this book. I can't even tell you how many times I've read this book now, but every time I read this book, I learn something new. I grow in a new way. And it's just a great, inspiring, motivational type book. This is truly for any type of woman, men, any type of journey or season of life you may be in. Anyone can truly get something out of this book. Jordan Lee Dooley is definitely someone that I really look up to and find a lot of motivation and inspiration from. She has great content, so definitely follow her on Instagram. She even has her own podcast called She. And yeah, she's probably one of my dream guests on Chaos if I could ever have someone on my podcast. My favorite beauty item from this past month was actually TikTok inspired. So I got an eyelash serum because I saw this girl on TikTok that had these amazing, long, voluminous, curly eyelashes. And she used two different lash serums. So she used a Grande Lash Serum and then I think it's called Rapid Lash. I only got the Grande Lash Serum because they're both like more on the pricey side. So I wasn't going to buy both just because I feel like they both do the same thing. She says they both do the same thing, but she just uses two. Also did not want my eyelashes to fall off, so I figured I would use one and then maybe ump it up later. But I can already tell a difference. My eyelashes have definitely grown. I guess the one thing that TikTok sold me on that this eyelash serum hasn't done yet, which grants only been like three weeks, is her lashes were also curly. Like she does not wear mascara, does not curl her eyelashes, like does not even touch them. And personally, my eyelashes, I guess, just aren't as curly as hers. So my eyelashes are long, but they're not like going up, they're kind of sticking out. So if there's anything I could change about the eyelash serum, it would be for them to also curl, but I don't think that's what the serum was like supposed to do to begin with, but still something a great product if you're just wanting to like lengthen your eyelashes, definitely recommend. And then my favorite food item from this past month, you already know I'm a big Trader Joe's girl. I love their frozen pre-made meals, but I also even love like they're more fresh, like they have marinated chicken or marinated like meats and stuff that you can get, but they also have like a whole salad section, so they're pre-made salads. And they have a salad that has barbecue chicken in it. I can't remember the full name, but it's like something salad with barbecue chicken. Probably one of the best pre-made salads I've ever had. And it's so convenient, like already having it in my fridge. So when it's finally my lunch break at work, I can just grab it out, put the dressing on, shake it up, and like have a healthy-ish. I bet it's pretty healthy. I probably should check the nutrients, but have like a nice lunch instead of just like eating some crackers or chips. 
And then my favorite home item from this past month has been the Bath and Body Works like wall plugins. I think that's what they're called. I'm not quite sure what the technical term for them are. But I already love like Bath and Body Works candles, but I was going through those things every single week because I always was burning them because I wanted my apartment to smell nice and fresh since I'm here all the time. But I went ahead and bought those like wall plugins because I wanted to see it, how well they lasted. And they're definitely a lot cheaper than buying a candle every couple weeks. And y'all, I am loving them. I got these probably like three weeks ago or so, and it's not even like halfway empty yet, but my apartment just smells fresh and clean all the time. I still will buy the Bath & Body Works candles, but I'm definitely burning them more for like the aesthetic of having candle burning rather than like the actual like smell from them. But like I said, these are actually cheaper than buying a candle like every couple weeks. I think like one of the refill things is probably only like $8 where a candle, granted if you get them on sale or not, but probably gonna run you around $20. So definitely a way to save money if you're looking to like still have the bath and body work smell but like not with the cost my favorite cooking utensil whatever you want to call this section item from this past month has been my refrigerator organizers my mom hit me up with the upgrade and she got me a little container for me to have all my dr peppers one for my water bottles she got me one to like put all my deli meats in i have one that i can put like my yogurts and my overnight oats and perfect bars for like my breakfast grab and goes and she got me these two cute little containers like one for my milk and creamer it just truly makes my refrigerator look like i'm in a multi-million dollar home but i'm literally in like a 600 square foot apartment and yeah just really upgraded my refrigerator game and it looks like so aesthetic and clean and I love it. My favorite clothing item for the month of March has still definitely been my sweat sets because that's just the work from home live. But the one thing I feel like is weird about like March and April, which I feel like everyone just kind of struggles with, is that in the morning and at night it's cold. But during the day it's 80 degrees and if you wear jeans and a long sleeve, you're going to burn up. So kind of my way to find the middle ground is I think like shorts with like a long sleeve t-shirt and like cool sneakers is the best like go-to casual running errands. You can wear it in the morning and still be warm. You can wear it at night and still be warm or during the day and not be like overly hot. It's just that good in between. I personally rather wear shorts than jeans. So that's rather show my legs and like have my like a short sleeve t-shirt on if that makes sense. But if you're more of like a jeans girl, then I would wear a short sleeve shirt and like vice versa. But yeah, I definitely like the long sleeves and shorts look with just like a cool pair of sneakers. That's definitely been my go-to lately. And then my favorite music item from this past month, which definitely been more of a recent find because I think the album either came out last week or the week prior, has been a new Justin Bieber album, Justice. What's funny about this album is the first time I listened to it all the way through, I wasn't a big fan. And so I kind of like kept listening to it and now I really vibe with it. Granted, I think Journals is like forever going to be Justin Bieber's like best album. That's just my opinion. But like I said, the first time I listened to it, I was like, mm, not sure how I'm feeling this, but now it's like been on repeat and I'm obsessed. And then what I have learned in the month of March. So I feel like a phrase that kept coming up over the past like couple months or so and just like my day-to-day -day life has been contentment and being content with where I'm at currently. And I saw this on Maddie Pruitt's Instagram the other day and it was just basically the most perfect phrase for exactly what I was trying to say. But it said like, if I'm not content with my life now, then I'm not gonna be content with my life in the future. And so something I've been trying to do over the past month is really to just enjoy every single day and kind of slow down and not take things for granted which unfortunately can be a little bit more difficult than I would like to admit when work doesn't go how I want it to and so now I have to work overtime and cancel plans or maybe for you, you studied really hard on the test but didn't get the grade you want and so now you're disappointed or maybe you have friendship or relationship problems, like whatever it may be, like it can be so easy to wish for that next chapter in your life and say to yourself, oh, once I get this position in my job or once I graduate college or once we're married, like everything will be different. And maybe that's true to an extent, but different doesn't always mean easier. 
And I think one thing I've been reflecting on a lot and just trying to remind myself is that life isn't perfect. So me picking out all the flaws in my current situation, if I continue to make that a habit, I will go through the rest of my life picking out the flaws and never being content with where I'm at. Comparison is a real thing. It's a struggle for everyone in some form of capacity, whether that's through social media, whether that's just through our everyday life. So when I was getting frustrated, when I was comparing it to how my friends were doing in their job, when I was comparing it to what someone on Instagram looks like, I reminded myself that those feelings in my situations are temporary. And so if I continue to just wish for the next thing to happen in my life, eventually my life will be over and I will want all those things back because then I would want to do things differently. So one thing I've just been really practicing is, like I said, taking days slower, really appreciating the little things, even when they don't go my way. And yeah, just not taking life for granted and being content with where I am. But that's my little March recap. So let's go ahead and get into today's podcast episode. start this new series by also telling you about some of the little day trips or little trips I went on with my friends even like last fall to kind of get y'all cut to speed with where I've been. So the very first place we went to was we had been seeing on TikTok all over the summer about these different themed Chick-fil-A's that were in Georgia, which currently me and all my friends are in Alabama. So we're like, this would be a perfect day trip to like go over to Georgia and go to these different Chick-fil-A's because we wanted to try them out and like try all the different like specialty items that they have. So I'm going to walk you through these five different like themed Chick-fil-A restaurants, but all this information is on the Chick-fil-A website. And what we did was we found the locations that were like closest to us where we were coming from in Alabama and went on MapQuest, like make a route of how to get there. So we weren't like going back and forth like obnoxiously and didn't know we were going. Part of the reason why we did this was because at least at the time, which I think is still the case, Chick-fil-A, you couldn't go inside. You had to go through the drive-thru. So we felt like it was COVID safe. But I'm walking through the five different restaurants. We personally went to three. I'll tell you which three and why. So the first one is Truist Grill. There's three different locations for this like theme Chick-fil-A. It opened in 1996 to celebrate there being 50 years at Chick-fil-A. It's the diner themed restaurant. So think of it as like roller skates, like poodle skirts, like that kind of theme. Their specialty items was fried okra, sweet potato souffle, coleslaw, and pie. We were mainly going there for the sweet potato souffle, and whenever we got there, they were either like not selling it or they were out. I can't quite remember. So we just got pie, and it was pretty good. This is definitely a location I would go back to to see the inside because at least the outside of the restaurant was really cute. But that was the first one we went to. The second one we went to was the Hateville Dwarf House. This is the very first Chick-fil-A that opened in 1946. It's actually open 24 hours a day, six days a week, because obviously Chick-fil-A is closed on Sundays. And there's only the one location because this is the very first Chick-fil-A. They also consider this like a diner-themed restaurant, but think of it as more of like a 40s diner rather than like the other diner where you would kind of maybe more imagine like Riverdale, I guess, in a way. But their specialty items was like a BLT, steak hamburgers, hot brown, which is what we got. It's like chicken and this cream sauce with cheese and bacon. It was good, but like weird. And they also had like coleslaw and pies. And then the last location we went to was Truett's Luau. There's only one location that's open in 2013. This is the Hawaiian-themed one. Personally, this is my favorite. You can get chicken salad sandwich, tacos, frosted pineapple, or like fruity drinks. There's a lava cake, a pineapple burger, the Hawaiian chicken nuggets. This one is definitely the one I would go back to, like 
just to even eat there. Like, I don't care if I go inside. The inside is definitely probably really cool because the outside looks cool at least. But, like, I would just go there to at least get the food because the pineapple burger and the Hawaiian chicken nuggets were so freaking good. And then the last two, we did not go to these. So the first one is True Chick-fil-A. There's three locations. They all opened in 2017, but they basically have a bunch of, like, Chick-fil-A memorabilia and kind of show the history of Chick-fil-A, which is just, like, all through, like, photos and heirlooms, stuff like that that's all on the wall. So since we were going during COVID and you couldn't go inside, we knew we wouldn't be able to, like, go in to, like, see what we were there for that Chick-fil-A for. So we skipped that one. But their specialty items, they have, like, Southern waffle fries and fried pickles and then the last one is the dwarf house which is there are six locations but this is all replica of the original so if you go to the original one you don't really need to go to the dwarf house the next place i went to is nashville tennessee which i actually went twice so the first time i went was over labor day weekend which i was going to celebrate some of my friends 21st birthdays who had turned 21 like during quarantine then the second time i went was this past january for a bachelorette trip so both times we stayed in Airbnbs, which I've stayed at Airbnbs before and personally I've always had a really great experience. They've always been clean and sanitary and I think just do your research before you book your Airbnb. You can leave ratings and reviews, so definitely read those and kind of check to make sure that the location of the house or wherever your like condo, treehouse, whatever is a safe location. So just kind of do your research before you just like book an Airbnb, but I've always had great experiences the main things that we did there was like go out to eat and go shopping. So my favorite areas to shop was definitely 12 South, Hisboro, the Gulch, and then restaurants. We went to Hampton Social. This is definitely like a fun place to go to if you're on a girls trip in Nashville. Definitely great for bachelorette parties. They have awesome food and drinks. You definitely need a reservation though if you want to go there. A great brunch spot is Biscuit Love. There's several locations throughout Nashville. Another place that I like to go to to eat is Restoration Hardware. They have like a little restaurant inside the store. They actually have really good food and it's fun to be able to go in there and like look at the different like style rooms. And I just personally love Restoration Hardware. A cool bar that we went to was LA Jackson. It's actually the rooftop bar of the Thompson Hotel. So if you're wanting to stay in a hotel in Nashville, I definitely recommend a Thompson Hotel. Never actually stay there, but the lobby and the rooftop bar was really cool and like definitely more modern and like fun younger crowd. And another place we went to go eat was the Mockingbird, which was also really good. A day trip I did with my friend Taylor is that we went to Covington, Georgia to go see the Vampire Diary set, so like Mystic Falls. It's on the opposite side of I-20 from Emory College, so I'm sure there's a bunch of hotels and places that you can stay if you're wanting to do a weekend trip there, but we just did a day trip since we were coming from Alabama. It was only like a two and a half hour drive from where we're from, but obviously too, Vampire Diaries is not the only show that's filmed in this town, so there's obviously Legacies, which is a spinoff of Vampire Diaries. Sweet Magnolia, which is a, another Netflix series that came out, I believe, last year. And then The Walking Dead, I believe some parts were filmed in Covington, but, but then most of it was in another town called Sonoya, which is about like an hour away from Covington. So the best way to describe it is Sonoya is like southwest of Atlanta and Covington's east. So kind of opposite directions. But if you're in Atlanta and like need something to do, this is definitely feasible if you have like a rental car because it is only like a 30 minute to an hour drive from wherever you are in Atlanta. So Covington Town Square is like the main area that you're probably thinking of when I say Mystic Falls, if you've seen the show. So this is where Mystic Girl is. This is where like Elena Gilbert and her dad's like medical practice is. There's the courthouse. There's a bunch of stores throughout like this Covington Town Square area that have a bunch of like signed photos, costumes, and like pictures from the show that can kind of show you like oh, like on this side street is where they filmed this scene and blah, blah, blah. All the houses are like other sets 
are within a few miles from this main square. So if you just like type in Covington Town Square into your GPS, like you're kind of in the heart of where everything is. We did go eat at Mystic Grill. One thing to note is that I can't remember if they do reservations or not, but this is something that if you're going on the weekend, you're probably gonna have to wait a while for. I think my friend Taylor and I waited like two hours. So we got there, put our name in, and then went and saw everything and then went to go eat. It is really good food. Just know that the inside of the restaurant looks nothing like it does in the show. It's completely different. But the bar does have a chair from the show in like remembrance of a character from a show. If you've seen Vampire Diaries, you know what I'm talking about. But I don't want to spoil it for anyone if you haven't seen it. And then another day trip my friends and I did was we went to Six Flags over Georgia. So if you like amusement parks and actually like, like to ride the like rides... I personally say like now's the time to go, whether it's to Six Flags or it's to Disney World. I actually had a friend go to Disney World not too long ago and said the same thing. Like if you're going to Disney World to ride the rides, like go now because since they're at a limited capacity, you're not having to wait as long. Personally, the entire time I was there, I felt very safe. It felt like everything was very sanitary. The whole time they were being very cautious, uh, making sure people were wearing their mask at all times. Like they were actually kicking people out if we saw someone get kicked out because they kept pulling down their mask. And as you wait in line, they have like marked out places for you and your group to stand. So you're like probably even more than six feet apart, probably more like 10. I think the longest we waited in line for a ride was 45 minutes, which honestly was our fault because we got into Six Flags and went to the very first one we saw, which is what everyone does. And it's definitely a rookie mistake. So that was the longest ride we went to. But there were several instances where we just like truly walked up and got on. Every time you went on the ride though, so... They would have it basically like every other row of the like ride you could sit in. And then the next time it would be people would sit in the like opposite section that wasn't filled. And then they would spray it down with disinfectant and let the ride go once. So that way it like could air out all the disinfectant. So I always felt like it was clean and safe and sanitary and never felt like gross or anything by being there. And then obviously the last place I went to was my hometown, Dallas, Texas. Actually, let me know if you want me to do like a full tour guide of Dallas and kind of talk about the places I would go to that are touristy, non-touristy, things that I think are worth it, places to go eat, and kind of just give you all a full episode of like my life in Texas or if y'all were coming to visit me in Dallas, like what I would take y'all to go do. But that is going to wrap up today's episode. So like I said earlier, let me know in the comments down below if you like the series and want me to continue doing this in the future. I think I mentioned this prior, but I'm like looking at possibly doing this like every three months or so, so like once a quarter. But if you don't already and want to keep up with where I currently am and like want to follow me along as I travel and go to these different places, make sure you're following me on Instagram and on TikTok. My username is at Chaos with Haley. That is C-H-A-O-S with Haley, H-A-Y-L-E-E. My username is also in the show notes down below. I post more like lifestyle, motivational, everyday content on these platforms. This is a great way to get connected with everyone a part of the Chaos community. Make sure you're subscribed to the Chaos Podcast on whatever streaming platform you listen to podcasts on. Leave a review comment also. Let me know your thoughts, anything you want me to talk about or change about the podcast. But I hope you all have a great week and I will chat with you all next time. Bye, guys.